0: A quick little side note before starting. I'm so sorry that I did not have an episode last week. Um, Finals were just absolutely kicking my booty. And so I just wasn't able to find the time to create an episode for you. So I am so, so sorry. And um, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. That's just a little extra longer for you. So I'm sorry again, but enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy. to another episode of Halftimes and Harmonies and today I would love to take a nice little deep dive into our softball regular season that we've had. Now I did spend a lot of my first episode talking about the softball season that was coming up and obviously a lot has happened since then. So um, regular season is pretty much finished and we're about to get into conference tournament play um these this weekend um with all of the major conferences and all the conferences playing for automatic bids into the tournament and some teams are fighting for their lives in the NCAA tournament just to be selected. Um so we're gonna get into a little bit of the regular season overview and preview a little bit of the conference tournaments. Um I will also do another episode in a few weeks that will be previewing Oklahoma City and that's and stuff that might happen at the Women's College World Series once we get through regionals, super regionals, and I guess all the conference tourneys as well. So be tuned for that in a few weeks. But for right now, we're just going to talk about the material that we do have in the very fast approaching conference tournaments. So, starting with the recap of our regular season champs, um, for all the major conferences. So, starting with the Big 12, obviously, we have Oklahoma, um, who continue to dominate. My goodness, they're just on fire. You just can't really stop them. They, they, they don't really have many weaknesses. I will say they do have some. Like, every, every team does have some weaknesses, but, um, they just they just look pretty dominant. Um, yeah, they their their series they just swept um, Oklahoma State, and um, I mean it was them being dominant, but at the same time Oklahoma State did have a slight like, collapse, and we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, Oklahoma, of course, they're dominating. We all expected them to win, and I think what's interesting is like. For me, I don't think there's any pressure on Oklahoma at all whatsoever to win another title. That's like almost expected. And it's so expected to the fact where all the pressure I kind, of, I think kind of shifts to the field like everyone else. It's like, are you going to do it? Are you going to beat these girls? Like, <laughs> are you going to beat them? And I think the pressure is really on the field to be like, OK, we can't have these these gals repeat. Three three Pete. My bad. Um so I don't think there's much pressure on Oklahoma, truthfully, genuinely. Um so there's there's that. But uh yeah, Oklahoma they're probably gonna take that momentum into the conference tourney and uh which is I think right down the road in Oklahoma City. Um so they should be all right. Uh, moving on to the Pac twelve, we have a team that I don't think has gotten enough media coverage with UCLA. Literally haven't seen much about them. Um, they look pretty solid. Um, their only losses have really come towards the beginning of the season. I mean, like one maybe like in April or something like that. They, I think they lost to like Cal or something. I don't know. But besides that, they've looked pretty dominant. They've been quietly dominating over out West. And so they – I think they should – there's going to be some teams that are going to, you know, try and uh, take take them down in the conference tourney and I guess the NCAA tournament. But uh, I think I think they might cruise to a, a tournament victory. Um, then moving on to my uh, <laughs> un- unbiased opinion of the ACC regular season champs of the Florida State Seminoles. Ah, good God, I love them so much. Um, Absolutely. Also, another team I think is quietly dominating. Uh, Doesn't get as much coverage as well. Um, There's just, they're clicking at the right time for sure. Um, The bats are starting to heat up. The pitching is starting to find its groove a little bit more. And there's just no quit in this team. I don't know what it is. I mean, they've been down in the sixth or later inning countless times this season and have found ways to win. And they're right now on a 13 game winning streak after a sweep of Louisville. Um, and they just, there's no quit because they could easily just quit against Louisville. Um, it was four, four though. They were down for four, one in like the fifth inning or something. They come back to go ahead and not only just tie, tie the game and the like, that was it. This was like the sixth that they tied it in and then go on to win it on a walk-off homer. <laughs> in like the 11th inning, man. So like there's just no quitting that team, man. And also as it's just I I think that's going to help them uh certainly down the long run and it's definitely definitely going to help them in the long run because the tournament is all about not quitting. I mean, just not quitting because they could easily hung their heads and uh, move on. And I do think they do have a chip on their shoulder from last year, losing Mississippi State in regionals um, as a number two seed and being the first number two seed to do so. So they definitely have a chip on their shoulder and are using that as motivation probably moving forward. Um, yeah, hopefully I will be talking about them in three weeks when I talk about Oklahoma City. But... <clears throat> Moving on to the Big Ten champs of Northwestern, um, to be quite honest with you, I don't really keep up with Big Ten softball that much. Um, I don't think it's been entirely relevant. I don't know if the Big Ten is as strong as it's been in years past. I haven't really heard much from it. I mean, Northwestern, I think, is one of the few teams in the Big Ten that's like actually ranked in general. Um So, yeah, no, the Big Ten hasn't really been that prominent in softball. So, I'd expect Northwestern to just go ahead and cruise to a conference tourney victory because I have no idea what's going to happen up there. But, at any rate, moving on to Wichita State, who are our American champs, um, American conference champs. Um. They're also, I think, a sneakily good team who I don't think a lot of people probably want in their regional. Will they host? Probably not. However, will they have a national seed? I'm not sure. But they will definitely ruin somebody's regional for sure. Um, So I think people should probably watch out for them because they did beat Oklahoma State twice and they've beaten they've beaten some other teams too. I think they beat Baylor as well. Um so they they've they've beaten some top teams for sure. Um so I I don't think anybody wants them in the regional and I think I I I'd, I'd expect them also to cruise to a conference tourney victory. I mean, you've got UCF and all of them, you know, p- pining for firm. but um you yeah, know, I think I think they should be all right. Um, and moving on to our sec champs, um, Tennessee, Tennessee there. I don't know what to think about Tennessee. (laughs) I mean, they won against, um, who they, they won the series against South Carolina, but dropped that last game, um, this past weekend. So, um, I don't know what to make of Tennessee. They're strong. Trust me. Oh my goodness. Their pitching staff is probably the best in the country, for sure. Um, and they've got a few people that are up for Player of the Year, I'm pretty sure. And um, so, I, yeah, they're they're strong, um, but they they are vulnerable. I will say they're they're slightly vulnerable. Um, and so, yeah, those are. Our, champs of our the regular season champs for all the major conferences that loki matter i guess but i also wanted to talk about a few top teams that aren't their conference champs that i think could do some crazy stuff in the conference tourney so starting with um number five texas i don't know texas texas has been a little hit or miss They've looked fantastic against, like, lower-ranked Big 12 teams, but at the same time, like, they swept Oklahoma State but ended up getting swept by Baylor. So I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> um, genuinely, uh, I think Texas, Texas. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. they are. They, they were kind of like this last year. I mean, okay, actually, last year, they were super-duper heavily underrated anyway. Underrated. Super underrated last year. But this year, I think they might be a little overrated, but I don't know. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, so, and then also Oklahoma State as well. Um, Oklahoma State... My hot take is that they peaked in March and they've just been struggling ever since and getting swept by Oklahoma at home in the Bedlam series. And especially after that Saturday loss uh, where they were up 2-0 in the sixth, in the seventh, in the top of the seventh. And they just let it go. <laughs> they, they, they just, I don't know, they just can't finish games anymore and it's, it's sad to see, but um, you know I hope I hope they can figure out something because they're a super duper talented team. Um, they just they just need to close out games and figure out how to close out games against uh quality opponents and just just people co- opponents in general. So um, yeah, and then Stanford also might be UCLA's biggest threat to um the Pac-12. Um, There's also Washington, for sure, I see that, and um, I'm pretty sure Stanford, oh, they're tied, yeah, okay, Um, Stanford and Washington also, I think both of them have, they're both great programs, and I think they both have a chance to, mm, I don't know, make UCLA a a little nervous in the conference tourney, but yeah, um, Clemson. Now, Clemson is a very, very hard team to judge because the only quality, <laughs> genuinely and truthfully, the only quality opponents they have played are, I think, did they play Duke? I'm not entirely sure. I think they played Duke. Um, well, the best opponent they played was Florida State, and they got swept at home. So, make it out what you want. Um... I don't know Clemson I don't think they've played enough quality opponents to be taken as seriously as they hope they think as they probably hope um but I mm, then again it's 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 interesting but Clemson again very hard to judge because I don't think I have enough quality um statistics or quality info or um material on them um georgia now okay we're gonna move well also okay we're gonna stay with the acc for a second here duke uh duke very hard team to judge as well they're i also think they're sneakily good and could make some make some really interesting noise in the conference tourney as well um they did steal one from uh florida state in their series um against each other um, so I, I don't know what to make of Duke. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll be all right though. Um, they'll still make the tourney just in general. I think their biggest question is whether or not they are host a regional. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that's, that is also something that's interesting about all these teams. I think really like. Teams 5 through 25 are, like, up in the air. I have no idea what's going to happen with them because they're all, like, so close to each other and it's so hard to, like, just rank them based on the eye test. So I think 5 through 25 is completely up in the air. I think our top four seeds are kind of set. Um, I say that very loosely, of course, because anything can happen. But, um, yeah, I think our top seeds are... Pretty set but um i think our top four are definitely in lock for hosting a regional um and have a very high chance of hosting a super if they make it should they make it um so yeah there's there's that uh, moving on to um oh the sec yes the sec is wide open uh let me just say that i said it's been wide open well personally i've said it's been wide open the entire year um there's a lot going on there um for sure uh let's see we've got um got tennessee of course they've shown vulnerabilities um georgia they've been vulnerable let's see alabama they are super duper overrated Hot, well, this is not my hot take. This is just my observation. When I'll when Montana Faust is pitching for Alabama, good God Almighty, they look like they can topple anybody. Um, but when she is not pitching, they look like they should not be ranked. Um, so Alabama, I can't tell if they're overrated or underrated. I I genuinely think they're leaning towards the overrated, but. Um, don't know how they've been ranked all this time with all these different losses to so many different people and dropping series to people blank below them and all that. Arkansas, that's it. do talk about, no, I did not talk about Arkansas, Arkansas. Um, they've kind of been, they're in the same spot that they kind of were in last year where they were like really good, not talked about that much. Um, but they're, they're, they're like, they're where they're supposed to be for sure. Um, they, they, they definitely have a chance to make some noise in the SEC tournament, but, um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Arkansas. Uh, Auburn, sneaky good, I think. Uh, I think taking that series against Alabama on the road, that was, that was impressive. Um, still don't know how they rank below them, but that's interesting uh lsu lsu i, I don't know uh, lsu lsu has been pretty good um and then also the same with florida florida's had a lot of their uh missteps florida's been all over the place uh they started really really high they started at like number three at the beginning of the season but they just dropped off uh lost to florida state on the road and at home um dropped some series um left and right so i don't know what's gonna happen with them um so again the sec absolutely wide open no team is absolutely bulletproof um but yeah there's gonna be a lot of teams fighting for their tourney lives and just in general but yeah so softball season is coming to a close but there is still so much softball left to be played and um I'm excited I'm excited to see what happens if we can get a new champion if you know if Oklahoma is gonna 3p if we're gonna have a blue blood come back for their ch- for a comeback for their crown or if we're gonna have somebody new hoisting the trophy this year um Actually, I'd, I'd probably bank on the first two uh, or one of the first two. But um, besides that, uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank y'all for joining me this week for this week's episode of Halftimes and Harmonies. I am so sorry I didn't have an episode last week. But um, finals was where it's absolutely just kicking my behind. Um, so, yeah, that 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 i'm so sorry about that uh <laughs> so i couldn't get an episode up for you all but um thank you for joining me this week i had to make it extra long um because there's a lot to dive into with softball and there's probably gonna be a lot to recap in a few weeks anyway so thank you guys and as always au revoir ciao adios and goodbye